Here we go on a Monday. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. Thanks for rocking with us on a Monday if you're on the way home in the car listening on 690 AM. We appreciate you. If you're on the stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, ESPN690.com, Odyssey, tune in anywhere. Like if you're listening, if you're listening somewhere that I didn't just say, somehow get in contact with me and let me know where that is because um, I feel like I covered it all. But there's a chance I did not. So if you're listening somewhere that I did not say, please let me know because we appreciate you listening wherever it is you may be. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz with you as well. Busy sports weekend. Busy sports weekend. A little bit of something for everybody, the way I look at it. Um, talked about it a little bit off the top of the show, but a lot of, lot of good stuff, man. Soccer, um, that was not good if you're a fan of Chelsea because they suck. Um you know, NASCAR was good, unless you're a fan of William Byron, because that also was bad, and I bet on William Byron. Uh, had some football that Brian Middleton's got to comment on, NBA, NHL, obviously. Kentucky Derby. Brian Middleton, we didn't win. Our picks did not win. Who'd you, you had Tiz the Bomb, right? Yeah, I think you had the best out of the three, right? Yeah, I got fourth. But here's the scum part of it. I don't know if you remember this, but, or if this even happened. I can't figure out if this happened on the air in the break. I said to Brent, does the horse that starts in 21st, is that good? And he said, no. He said, because you have to go farther than everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the dang horse that won. Yeah. So shout out to the people that bet on that horse uh, because you won a lot of money. Uh, incredible underdog story. Did you watch? It was on air. Yeah, 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 I watched. Just like, so here's my thing with the Kentucky Derby, right? Like, they go into coverage for like eight hours, and the thing doesn't happen until the very end. It's like the Super Bowl in a weird way. Yeah, well, I was talking with my friend that was out there. She was out oh, there, right. and she said that uh, surprisingly, there's a lot of smoking in the area, like where the people are at in the field, or you know, down there where it's like the standing room only, not necessarily uh-huh. in the crowds. She was like, we waited like three hours for the place of bet. Really? Surprisingly, it, w- it took a longer time. Or maybe not surprisingly, it took a yeah. longer time to place a bet than to actually get in. Because I'm thinking it's like Super Disney World, Six Flags, I would Super think the Bowl. same thing. But she was like, nah, that actually went pretty smoothly. But once it was time to place bets, like, you know, get your popcorn ready. Uh, she was like, <laughs> the concessions were, were terribly expensive. She got like three chicken nuggets and like a small fry, and it was like seventeen fifty or something Yo. like that. Yo, I like Kentucky Derby. You know, yeah. Call up Colonel Sanders. Get chicken em. should be cheaper in Kentucky. I'm if saying. anywhere. That's a good call, by the way. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't get why the coverage starts so early either. I it's, didn't watch all the coverage. No, 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 no. Of course not. I was I was watching all kinds of the coverage came on like okay, so Chelsea played at like nine a.m. Right. So and they. It, they went. I'm pretty sure they went right into Kentucky Derby. That ended at like 11:30. I was like, no, it didn't. It didn't even happen until like seven something. So, right. uh, by the way, your friend, uh, female, it is. She wear a hat. You know how they wear like the hats at the Kentucky Derby. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If I if I get a chance, I'll pull it up. Yeah, she she went full Kentucky Derby mode. Oh oh, you have a picture. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, if I can find her on social media, if I can, if she hasn't posted. Oh okay. Well, I just want to know, like, cause. I, I always think that's an interesting part of it, like the hats, the outfits, you know. But anyway, so the Kentucky Derby um, happened as well. A lot of good stuff. Uh, you texted me and you said the USFL, tough watch. Yeah, it just is, man. Apparently, yeah. I was yeah. trying to watch that as well before I went in for, uh, I believe, my work Thursday, uh-huh. Saturday. And 
You know, I was like, better off me trying to nap. It was just a tough, it was a tough watch. And these were two of the best teams, early season teams. I think it was Birmingham and somebody else. Mm. So one of the teams were 3-0, and other team was 2-1. and Okay. So I'm assuming that they're two of the best teams, right? Those are good records for mm-hmm. three games. Right. And it was just from the quarterback play to the, there was a, there was a sequence where the quarterback who was not pressured Threw into quadruple coverage directly <laughs> to this linebacker. And I'm talking about it was not a fastball. It was not a Brett Favre, you know, gunslinger. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a, it was a very easy, like set the jug on medium speed. Like, <laughs> I can catch it. Hits him dead in the chest, and he drops it. Oh. And I'm like, this is why all y'all not in the NFL. Yeah. Like, right here. And I'm not knocking anybody trying to get to the NFL through the USFL. But, boy, it was a tough watch, and it took forever to get the first half over with. And I was just like, uh, now I'm invested, right? Yeah. Like, this game won't beat me at least the first half. I'm going to see this thing go to halftime. But it was just, you know, maybe that's that's my first game that I watched a lot of. So yeah. I'll give it another couple of tries with maybe some other teams. But it was, you can tell the difference. By the way, it looks like former Jacksonville Jaguar uh, preseason quarterback Alex Magoo is the quarterback for Birmingham. Confirm or deny? Is that is that the uh, red team? They got red for their colors. Yeah, yeah. He's so a he's a white dude with flow. long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see why he's former for the Jags. Yeah, only in preseason. I'm pretty sure he didn't make practice squad either. Um, trying to think what year that was. That was the last season before COVID. You guys remember Alex Magoo? If you're listening, um, yeah, he's mobile. He went to FIU. Um, has good flow, but it looks like he's the quarterback of the Birmingham team who apparently won that game. They're 4-0 first in the South. Yeah. Um, do we, like, I haven't watched, much, like, heart, like maybe 10 plays. Um, are we that desperate for football? Like, the way I look at it, like, tell me how you look at it, but this is how I look at it. I like a lot of other sports. Love hockey, right? So I'm watching playoff hockey. I'm watching NBA. I'm watching soccer. Like, I have so much, UFC's another one. I have so much stuff to watch. I feel no way in shape or form that I should be watching this. And, like, I don't, like, I don't miss it at all. The football, like, for me, since I have so many other interests, like, football comes and goes, like, okay, NFL, college, locked in, 100%, number one. But, like, I don't need football bad enough to watch this. Do you? No, this is, in my opinion, if they want to treat this as some sort of G League for the NFL, I I know it's a separate entity, but if that's what they want to do with this, I'm for it, I guess. I don't yeah. know how healthy it is to have a G League for the NFL and then call them up, especially as the seasons are, like, play off of one another, so you're playing football year-round uh, on your body. But if you want to do that, that's fine. There's a thing in relationships where it says distance makes the heart grow fonder, right? You've heard that cliche. I have heard that. Right? And I think that plays well into a lot of things that we watch for entertainment, whether it be television shows, you think about the different seasons, and they have season finales. Uh, even if you try to binge on Netflix or some or some other uh, you know streaming service, mm-hmm. and if you think about uh, things like sequels to movies, especially though when it comes to professional leagues and their you know championship games, I wouldn't want the NFL 52 weeks out of the year. It would get it would get stale. It would yeah. get old. I, I don't want any sport throughout the year, whether it be with the same you know uh, the same entity like the NFL or something like the NFL, and then the USFL because I don't get a break from it. And then 
I'm just being honest with you from the one game that I saw, so it's not a true and fair assessment from the one game I saw. Yeah. The quality goes down immensely. Sure. Um, and these are some of the best teams so far early in the season. So give me my Super Bowl. Uh, you know, USFL, get a deal with Amazon Prime or, you know, uh, ESPN 3 or 2, you know, something like that. Kind of yeah. how they play the, the G League games on NBA TV, but they'll play some of the summer league games on ESPN or whatnot. Yeah. Like, like, like that's... That's where I think this is right now. But there are people in the stands. Don't get it twisted. There are people in the sure, stands, sure, sure, sure. and I'm sure that they're, they're getting people to watch. But that's a big contract to have on the station that they're on. I don't know if I can say that, but they, yeah, they yeah, have a can. big that, – that's a pretty big, you know, station to be on Fox uh, yeah, and, and Fox run it on primetime. Yeah. Basically, you run into primetime because that game started at 7 and ended around 10. So – I it, I think you could get a bit weary of the game of football, and I think that there's a lot more people, especially the casual observer, that the NFL draws in on a yearly basis mm. that will flip past this. They'll flip past this. They'll they'll see a player or two, and they'll be like, nah, it's not for me. I'm good. Yeah, I I really like what you said there about like it um, that you don't need football all the time. Like the heart grows fonder when it goes away. Because I agree with that. Um, but let me ask you this in terms of, like, you brought up the G League, and this is definitely something that I you would know better than me. In Since the G League's been a thing, do we see a lot of guys that come from the G League to the NBA and are good? Like, I'm kind of, like, scrolling through a risk list right now of dudes from the G League, and, like, there's a couple names that stand out to me. Like, I know the one that most people know is um, uh, Jello Ball, right? But that never really became anything in the NBA. So, like... Does this happen? Is this a thing where guys go to the G League, get good enough, and then come in and are actually okay? Like, I'm not yeah. saying good, but like... Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you one of the biggest ones that you probably uh, don't know right now, but Gary Payton. The, oh, the really? Second. Yeah. Yeah, his story is very inspiring. I mean, the way that his his ascension actually came about. But yeah, he spent, uh, you know, a cup of coffee like in the G League. And I don't mean like it was that quick, but he was there for, for yeah. a moment. And so it's uh it's one of these things where I couldn't tell you a star other sure. than you know maybe there's a kid that's come up from they went from high school to the G League or something like that I, I'm not sure about that mm-hmm. but as far as players that can come into the NBA from the G League and give quality minutes quality time um, and get into a rotation whether that be you know seven eight or nine man rotation depending on the team and the coach and whatever the strategy is absolutely. Uh, so I, I I do see that there is a place for it, and there are success stories. I don't know when the super um, uh, superstar sure. story is going to happen, but yeah, definitely to answer your question, there, there has been and there continues to be. Well, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I mean, it's probably unfair, right, to ask for like a superstar. Like I'm scrolling through the list of guys that like got called up this year. Like I've heard of Robert Woodard. He plays right. Okay. Uh, so. I guess the point I'm trying to make is, and that was, by the way, that was just like the first one on the list. Cassius Stanley, I know who that is, right? So, Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson was in the G League? Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is the one that you made, which is a good one, that like, if the NFL could get to a point where you can make these, uh, the, the guys in the USFL, like, can develop them a little bit, that's interesting, because now that I'm scrolling through this, a lot of guys get called up from the G League. Are they great? No. But did we just spend 10 minutes telling you that the USFL, it's kind of tough to watch? Yes. So there's, like, there's guys in the USFL that are good enough to potentially play. I agree with that. So if the NFL can make it a way where they could transition in the NFL, that would be cool. And then it could be, like, a G League and more of a 
reason to watch, I guess, the USFO because you could be like, oh, this guy is maybe one of the guys that could transition. So I like the comparison you made there. But, yeah, these G League guys, I heard of some of these dudes. Whatever happened to Jello Ball, by the way? Is he done? I don't know what's going on there. I don't, I, I don't follow him closely enough. I don't know what happened. I know last season it looked like he was doing well enough to get on the roster for uh, for the Hornets, and it just didn't didn't pan out. So I don't know what he's at now, what he's doing. He looked like he's on the Greensboro Swarm. Oh, that must be their G League team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how do you think he feels? I think he kicks himself every day for uh, the stunt that him and some of his teammates pulled out. When oh, out I forgot about UCLA. that. UCLA. Yeah, that's a great call. His future is totally different. I, I think all three of those uh, brothers are in the league if that doesn't happen to him. That is a good call. I forgot about that. Real quick, I, I hear the music. Did you watch Ball in the Family? Do you know what that is? Uh, that was like the... Um, Facebook show. Yeah, Facebook. Facebook. Did you watch? Not always. I mean, I, what I could catch... I'm not on Facebook, so what I could uh, catch on YouTube or like different other social media sites, maybe. Fair. I used to watch it. Ball in the Family. I like LeVar. Yeah, entertaining. I, you, LeVar, this is probably not... I know I got to go to break. LeVar's probably a good dad. Like, everything that he pulled, right? Like, and we all, like, made fun of him. It worked. Like, I bet LeVar's a good dad. That's my guess. But that really has nothing to do with anything. But I just, I feel like he gets a bad rep publicly. But I, I think he did a good job. So, anyway, uh, Jello Ball still in the G League. And that's what we know from this point. We got to take a break. When we come back, we got more to do. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. We'll be right back. Brian Middleton, if I could pick an NBA player to fight, right? Not that, like, I want to, but if I had to. Like, I would not pick Giannis. I would not want to square up with Luka. LeBron, no. Absolutely not. Jimmy Butler, no. I may, I, I texted you a few things about Jimmy Butler last night, but, you know, I wouldn't want to fight him. I feel like Chris Paul's got to be high on the list because he's old and small, right? So... When you're telling me that Chris Paul's going after the youth in the stands, I feel like if I'm the kid that he's going after, it could be worse. It could be Devin Booker. It could be Aiden. That would be horrible, right? So that that was the first thing that popped in my head when you told me about Chris Paul going after some fans. By the way, Action Sports Jacks, overtime on ESPN 690. Uh, way to get into that segment because Chris Paul's going after the youth. And Brian Middleton, I think, has a problem with it. Confirm oh, or deny. Wow, that's that's a ter- you should work in news the way that you spun that. That's a terrible way that, that you framed it. I oh haven't my heard gosh. your take. You literally Casey said Chris I should have be a thoughts. reporter right now. We can said, get, you can go be a producer. I work over there. I, you can you, you want to do it? We can get you over there. That was amazing. Uh, Let me say the one thing that I didn't say or like even make reference to that kind of energy. That's how you framed it in a believable way. I'm impressed. You said I have a take on it. I usually spin. I usually spin like that. Okay, I thought you were you're mad at Chris Paul. You're a good instigator, aren't you? You're so a good now, now you're mad you? at the fans. Who, just tell the people who you're mad Hold at. Hold on. Are you a good instigator? Uh, is Amanda listening? Amanda, if you're listening, tell me. Is Casey, over the lifetime that you've known him, is he a good instigator? I feel like you are. Unconfirmed. That was so impressive. Thank you. I don't know if I should be proud of it or not, though. Hey, you know, there you go. Okay, just the, the take. <laughs> All right. Was that from the Chris Paul interaction with this, I don't know how old he is, some teenager, probably looks like he's 15, 16. 
yes. 17, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have no problem with Chris Paul in any of the veiled or very clear threats that he stressed about seeing that kid later. Now, there's an issue once you start getting into his tweet, and there's also uh, more to the story that the kid has let be known through his social media. But I'm just going to stay on the surface level fact. I don't care if I'm in the opposing team's gym, field, stadium, whatever the arena is. You don't put your hands on my people. That's fair. You don't put your hands on anybody, but you don't put your hands yeah. on my people. Yeah. I find out that you're putting hands on my mom. I find out that you're putting hands on my phantom girlfriend. My phantom wife doesn't exist right now. That's why I say phantom. It's like a myth. Okay. I was, wondering, I was wondering, but I'm glad you cleared it up. Yeah, like a legend. Uh, yeah, We're going to have an issue. I agree with and that. And I know it don't sound like I'm someone to be taking notice of, but I trust me, trust and believe, okay? So I have no problem with Chris Paul saying, I'm going to see you later because you want to know why, even though I know more of the story now, at least from the kid's perspective of who actually touched her mom, you know what that kid did when, when Chris Paul did that? That was like 10 years worth of spankings. That was like 15 years worth of worthy groundings that I'm not sure that that kid got. I don't know. Mom, dad might be great parents, so I don't want to knock on them. But I'm saying what that kid, what that kid experienced was more than anything he will experience paying $100,000 at an institution of higher learning. Chris Paul taught him that internet courage is at an all-time high, and you cannot do that in the real world. You can do that in the metaverse. You can do that on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You can talk crazy. Because people talk crazy all the time. Matter of fact, Casey, I blame YouTube. I blame Facebook. I blame IG. That's fair. All of these guys. Twitter, I blame you. You got, it's your fault. You There's give people, people the energy. Reckless on Twitter right now. You know, right now. Because they hide behind some type of burner account. And they ain't going, or maybe they hide behind their real account. Because you're like, you're never going to find me. I'm over in, you know, New Mexico. You know who you are. Uh-huh. I'm in Iowa. I'm in Maine. Bangor. Is that in Maine? Yeah. Hey, listen, all I'm saying is this. You cannot take internet courage into the real world. You got to keep that in the social media metaverse space. Because once you take it into the real world, you will get a real world lesson. So I got no problem with Chris Paul giving that kid nightmares, probably. Probably. But the, the one issue I do have is that when Chris tweeted, and he was tweeting out of frustration, and I think rightfully so, yeah. I, I still get behind it. I wouldn't tell him to take it down. But it basically references saying that it's okay to touch, you know, uh, uh, people at um, at one of the at an NBA game, mm-hmm. um, and it's clearly not okay. Like the NBA, like he was referencing that you know it's okay at the Dallas game or the NBA saying, oh, you know, I guess it's okay now. And the NBA escorted all the people out of there. Uh, I'm sure there's more to come as far as punishment for that fan. They got banned for life. We got banned for life. There you go. So you know, it clearly, it's not okay. The NBA is saying, no, don't do that. It's not okay. I lied. It wasn't banned for life. I just looked at it. I think it was two years. Okay. Where is it at? Yeah, okay, two Mavericks fans uh, banned from the arena until 2023. Okay. That's what I meant. Well, that's all I I really wanted to say about that because, again, people just – I have no problem with people booing, Mm -hmm. with people roasting, with people cracking jokes, Mm -hmm. right, as long – as you don't mess with people's real name, because 
I'm one of the. I feel like I'm one of the few people that understood where where Russell Westbrook was coming from. That is true. Not from the booze. They should boo him. They should. You yeah. paying that money? We do cheap t- cheap ticket report, and I'm always like, I can't believe that it's over twenty five dollars. It'd be a hundred and fifty, a hundred and seventy five dollars. Yeah. I completely am with the fans booing, yelling, telling them, man, get out of here, you bum. When you start switching up their last name, that's something very important for a lot of people when you start messing with their last name like that. Mm-hmm. That's one. And when you make physical contact, all bets are off. All bets are off because what you don't want is another malice in the palace. Now, see, if Chris Paul would have came up there and actually got hands on him, then he would have been in the wrong. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. He would have been in the wrong. And now, all of a sudden, he's looking at more of a punishment. Probably he's probably looking at legal action on top of whatever the NBA is going to do. So I have no problem with him saying, I'll see you later, and maybe just striking fear in him and the the kid right there. None at all. I like that. Uh, By the way, you know what I say about my hands. If anybody, you know, be touching my people... My hands are equal opportunity employer. Anybody can get it. Oh, you know what I'm saying? That sounds, you know, that equality will get you now. Don't, I, you, you know, not anybody now. Well, Listen, I'm not, not a, like, if a female. Ca- if Casey, well, then it's not anybody. I'm looking out for you right now. I don't, want, I don't want this to be cut 10 years down the line when you're about to get your big contract. And they like, oh, you know, something more toxic. Anyway, That's fair. Casey, I can't imagine anybody about to mess with your moms or touch Amanda. Yeah. What? Can't do it. Casey Kurtz, I don't have it queued up. That's okay. But anyway. Can't do it. There you go. Listen, so back to the point at hand here. Listen, I understand the kid's probably squ- scared, right? But, like, let's just say he was looking for a fight. Chris Paul is 37 years old and 6'0", a buck 75 soaking wet, and does not have long arms, right? Heck of a basketball player. Legend for sure, right? But when you look at this roster, like, Chris Paul's got to be a top-tier option to fight. Like, you ain't fighting JaVale McGee. You ain't fighting DeAndre Ayton. You ain't fighting Biombo. I'm not fighting Devin Booker. He's 6'5 and got reach. You know what I'm saying? I'm not fighting Bridges. I've seen him dunk. It's pretty nasty. The only other dude that's six foot is Aaron Holiday, and he's 25. He got 12 years younger than Chris Paul. I'm just saying the okay. best option on this team to fight is Chris Paul, if you had to. So, first and foremost... And I know we got to get back into a break, but let me just break this down. Yeah. First of all, six foot is still taller than the majority of population of men, you know, on average. I think it's like 5'9", 5'10", right? It's close, but he's still taller than the majority of, excuse me, of men that you would see on the street. Yeah. He's 175. That's fine. The strongest person, the strongest teammate I ever had was this dude named Greg Woods. Greg Woods. Greg Woods uh, out of... uh, uh oh, what do you call it? Uh, I want to call it Waycross. It's not Waycross. What is? Ah, uh, I'll think about it in the break. But it starts with a W. It's in a, it's in Camden County, and I'll never forget. I saw Greg. Greg Woods was like 120 pounds soaking wet. Played linebacker. Okay. He squat. He was repping. Woodbine. Woodbine. I don't. How did I forget that? Woodbine. He was repping. It was like 435 on squat. Uh huh. And I'm telling you right now, you let the little height and weight thing fool you if you want to, and you get embarrassed just the same way that if DeAndre Ayton got a hold of you. There's nothing scarier than someone, especially, I think, a son who is trying to defend either his wife or his mom. That's true. And listen, man, that kid might have had him on height, but he didn't even have him on weight, if you've seen the video. No, I just saw the video, yeah. So, you know, no fighting. And, hey, I think two years, honestly, I'm with that. If he would have got a lifetime ban, I would have been like, well, that's the mistake that you that you made. Your 
never make that mistake again in other uh, stadiums, right? But two years, especially I think for his age, I think it'll give him some time to think about it, right? Mm-hmm. I think I'm okay with him not getting a lifetime ban. True. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, by the way, we'll get into that other conversation I wanted to have on different uh, segment. If you had to fight an NBA player, like you had to, you had no choice. Who are you picking? Like you can't convince me Chris Paul's not high on the list. Isaiah Thomas. See, you you did exactly what I did, but it's just not Chris Paul. Well, short and old. Like you did no, the exact he's same thing. Not, he's five nine. He's not six foot. I'm three inches. You're ago. six eight. Yeah, he's five nine. Five nine and six and six foot are the same if you're six eight. No, I know it's not. It Dude, absolutely isn't. You could not number one. You could be multiple feet away from Chris Paul and still or Isaiah Thomas and still have the opportunity to punch him in the face if you had to. Listen, man, you asked me who I wanted to beat on, and I said Isaiah Thomas now. You First trying to all, press me into a new a new person. I don't want Chris Paul problems. Is Isaiah Thomas even in the league still? Don't do that. I'm serious. Don't do that. Okay, he is. He played six minutes the other night. Or April 13th, I guess, not the other night. But anyway, okay, that's fair. But that's the point I'm trying to make. Like, you don't want that smoke with DeAndre Ayton. 6'11". He'll slap you in the next week. I'm just saying. Anyway, but I just want to make it clear. I'm not advocating for fighting any NBA players. I'm just saying Chris Paul is not super far down the list. But he's behind Isaiah Thomas, according to Brian Middleton who is our expert on fighting NBA players. So, anyway, on the other side... Malice in the palace. I would not want to fight him. Tell you what. None of them. Even still. Anyway, uh, we'll get off fighting NBA players. We got more to do. We'll talk about Jokic. uh, And then Brian Middleton's probably going to do his best to make me look bad like he does on Mondays. So we'll see how that plays out. On the other side is break. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. We'll be right back. Texted this to Brian Middleton. He doesn't necessarily believe it, but I believe it. Me, Brian Middleton, Aaron from 969 The Eagle. Uh, you guys may be familiar with him in the mornings. Uh, check it out if not. I don't know why I'm promo on another station, but feel the need to. Uh, Brent Martineau wearing a GoPro like he did in his appearance for the Jacksonville Giants. And Marcel Robinson. Okay, the five of us, I'm convinced that the five of us could beat the 76ers without Joel Embiid. Hold on. Isn't that six people? Did I miss something? Aaron, Brent, Marcel, me, you. Oh. That's oh, fine. Okay. My bad. Maybe the GoPro threw me off. Yeah, the GoPro is, yeah, it's tough to, yeah, I got you there. Um, But so without Embiid, the 76ers are no good, right? So I think the five of us could beat them, like Harden, Tobias. I don't even know who else starts, but I'm not even worried about it. Like, I think we just we got to stay locked on Harden at the three-point line, but he's not going to move around much. Who's their center? Oh, you said without. Yeah, without him. Without him being. I don't know who their backup center is. So, see, I don't even need you to guard him. I need you to guard Tobias. Oh, I'm be honest gonna, with We're going to get this up. We're, we're going to get this under control right now because you are out of pocket. So, no, I'm. they're bad without him being. Like, they're not good. Oh, I forgot about Maxie. Yeah, Maxie. Oh, it's Paul Reed, bro. Remember I was making oh, fun yeah, of Paul, Paul Reed? Reed. Okay. He would do you. Now, I'll take, 45 Paul, I'll take Paul Reed. You take Tobias. We've got, uh, we got Danny Green, Tobias Harris. we got to put Marcel on Maxie. Yeah, that makes more sense. And then we, and who has Harden? Aaron. Fountain of youth. 
Harden has found the fountain Harden. of youth. Why would you put Aaron on, on because him? Because Harden and Danny Green don't that's move. Not, that's not fair to my dog Aaron, though, man. Okay, so I ain't we'll going to let you get my, my dog Aaron out on the island like that. Okay, so we'll put Martino on him. Okay. So then we're going to put Aaron on Danny Green. Okay. He a 3 and D guy anyway. Talking about people that stay out. And then when Harden inevitably gets by Martino on the GoPro. Now, hold on now. We'll collapse in. You just said that he wasn't. He doesn't move. Now at some nice point, he's going to drive. At some point, he's going to have to when Martino's got him locked down, right? Who do I got? Tobias. I'm not I'm not guarding Tobias Harris. Yes, you are. That's I the only not. option. I don't I'm guard not anybody guarding Tobias. Makes, I don't guard anybody that makes $100 million on a contract. I can't do that. Okay, then, that means that they're really good. Listen, you take Paul Reed then, but if I have to guard Tobias, we lose. Casey, like I think we win in a different scenario. I like, I like that. I know you're doing this. Like I get it. It's good content, but it is, man. Listen, we could beat them. You, you respect minor league baseball players a whole lot more than you do. I'm telling. I can see right now the best players in the NBA. I, that, yeah, NBA play. There's only 400. If you do the entire roster, I feel like yeah. At any point in time in the NBA, 400 guys. In the entire world. Now, granted, that's every professional sport has but a percentage. I get that. These guys are so good yeah. that when they play each other, they make each other look average. And then when you get somebody like a LeBron James, you get somebody like a like a Ja Morant, like a Luka, like a Joker, they are that much better. That you I the I've watched, I have watched, personally watched guys on the magic trying to make the team. I've watched one guy hit just 30 straight threes. Just boom, boom, boom. Watching him do it. I'm like, yo, who is this guy? Can't even remember his name. Didn't make the team. Didn't make the team. Didn't stay for the whole preseason. I, You got Tobias Harris. You're, you're playing zone. Let's, I am in the stand. We I'm should play stand. zone. That's what we should do. I'm in the stand uh, eating popcorn. No, I, bump I, that. We're not playing, man. We're playing zone. You wild right now. Back me, to me, me and you down low. We'll, we'll let the boys be up top. Martino in the middle. I think. Who's going to be rebounding? Us. We collapse. I'm not going to lie. We're not going to. Paul, you think you're going to have to stop the damage over everybody like Chris Paul? We're, no, not gonna, we're not going to rim protect very well. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, if they get airborne, we're in trouble. But listen, hard foul. Like, we have to hard foul them. That's the only way. We got to make them earn it at the free throw line. I'm just saying. I think we can do it. You know what we have that they don't? Hard. We got heart. Okay. I'm moving on. <laughs> I'm moving on. All right. Start bench remove. This man said, you know what we got that they don't? <laughs> it losses. That's what we going to have. Heart. All right, man. Marcel's a wild card. We don't know. Marcel, I know. Marcel's going to be looking at the rest of y'all like, why did I even sign up to do this right here? Because it's fun. Everything's going to be on him. All right. He's going to be like the LeBron of the squad. That's true. All right. Yeah. First up, Casey Curse. Start bench remove. Do you need the rules? Nah. I don't. You I remember you have a pass? I do, yeah, I do remember that. Okay. Yeah. First up, you've seen this uh, subject before. You keep this in the rotation so far. <laughs> NBA GOAT trade. Uh, yeah. Okay. CP3's facilitating ability. KD's shot making ability. Or Jaws athleticism. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'm a... Oh. See, the recency bias here is tough, right? Because, like, Durant was not good shot-making in the playoffs. So, like, do I really disrespect him like that? Probably. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Um, 
I'll start Jaws athleticism because it's crazy. Uh, even though I said Chris Paul's somebody that if you had to, it'd be a Don't good fight. Uh, I'll bench Chris Paul's. Uh, what'd you say? Facilitating, right? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I'll. Yeah, KD. Yeah, I, it's not a popular. Terrible. I know it's not. No, it's terrible. Yeah. I don't even want to bring Chuck into this. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, he missed KD's shot making for, for Jaw. <laughs> okay, neither one of them playing tomorrow. Okay, here we yeah, go. Yeah, but one of them's team Corner is playing tomorrow. Of the franchise. Yeah, let's do it. Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Giannis. Mm-hmm. Or your guy, the Joker. Hmm. Uh, you got to start Embiid because, like I said, we could beat them without him on the court. I fully believe that half court to 21 playing zone defense with the GoPro. Uh, so I'm going to start Embiid. See, this is not good. Like, I have to say Joker because if I don't, <laughs> you're going to like be like, oh, he doesn't really love him. No, no. I just think that you're so biased. Like, you, you're stuck. You're stuck. You can't admit that you're wrong. See, three weeks ago, you, could, you had a chance to get I know. on the off ramp and be like, you know what? I think I'm wrong. Like, he's going to win it, but but I get it. He he probably shouldn't. But you you double down and triple down and quadruple down. Now you got to go with him every time. So go yeah. ahead, finish it out. You yeah, said you're going to bench Joker. You're going to bench, bench two-time MVP. Yeah, I'll bench Joker and then Giannis. That's terrible. It really is. Like, I like Giannis, too. Who benches the best player in the game? Casey Kirst, that's who. Because I don't think Philly, Philly, they would lose to us. Make a promo out of that. They would lose to us if we could just figure out a way to guard Tobias Harris. I'm not even worried about James Harden or Maxie. Make a promo out of that. We would smoke them if somebody could guard Tobias Harris. Casey Kirst said, listen, man, I know Giannis is the best player. I know, huh? but not in my world. Mm -hmm. Next up, NBA championship contenders. Okay. Mavericks, 76ers, Grizzlies. Mavericks? Yeah. No. Uh, uh, Embiid is playing, so I'll start the 76ers. He's a Philly fan all of a sudden. No, okay. I'm a fan of Embiid. I'm a Philly fan. He's so good. Um, uh, bench the Grizzlies and then, no, Dallas is not winning. Okay. I mean, they are tied 2-2, but okay, I guess. They, guess they have no chance. They don't. They don't have no chance. Love Luka, but no. Do you? Because you, you just said, I'd rather not have Dallas on the face of the earth. That's what removed is, removed from the face of the earth. All right, next uh, topic. Yeah. It's a celebration. Sure. July 4th, mm. Christmas, or Thanksgiving? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to uh, start Thanksgiving because food, like food. Um... You got to be very careful when you're uh-huh. going. You, you got to be very careful, Casey. I know. And, and either one that I remove is not good. I'm just going to start by saying that. No, don't do that. Don't preface anything. Okay, then I have, to, I have to bench Christmas. I like the 4th of July, but oh, my goodness. I, I can only imagine oh, what kind of bad goodness. position you were going to put me in if I, bet, if I oh, switched that goodness. around. Casey. What? Kurtz. Yeah? The 19-year-old... From Iowa, and I got it from the Midwest, whatever state that's from, and I can't believe it. You have, you're the success. You're living the dream right now in this country. Yeah. And you said, basically, that you would remove this country. Whoa. Wow. I made a business decision. Wow. Okay. I, I did what I had to do. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, we'll remember that in the USA. That's what we'll do. 
Huh? You a citizen still? Huh? As far as I know, it's only been about 45 seconds. I know you're a citizen of Philly. You love them so much, but, but don't like the country. All right, next up, pass me the ball. Uh, sure. All right, this is which Jags pass catcher do you wish wasn't here? Casey Kurtz, Kristen <laughs> Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram. Who do you think I'm going to pick? I don't know. I you mean, You know exactly some, who. Somebody, you know, could be listening at some point. Christian Kirk, start. Okay. Evan Ingram, bench. He was such a terrible... Like, Dude, man, what am I going to do? such a terrible... We need a tight end uh, badly. Like, I have to... You have, suck. Maybe, but I have to have hope in Evan Ingram, right? I have to. Christian Kirk, I also have to. I don't know, man. Like, I hope Zay Jones is good because I think this will be funny to come back to all these times I've said things about him. Like, I really, really want him to be good. But, like, it's the easy option in this scenario. Like, Christian Kirk can't be bad for the money. Evan Ingram, I want to be good because tight end. We need one forever. Yeah, yeah okay. So, hey, I'm yawning because you over here making excuses yeah. for why you hate Zay Jones. You hate Zay Jones. You hate the USA. You hate the Dallas Mavericks. You love Joel Embiid. You love the city of Philly. The city of Philly. I mean, it's just. Enjoy hey, not talk with the Kevin Zay Durant. Jones. <laughs> Disrespect. All right, uh, let's see. We got a couple more. This is an easy one. Yeah. Casey's favorites. Okay. Gambling, Adele, Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh. Uh, why you got to put me in like a... They're like three odd ones, but at the same time, I'm like, mm, I don't really want to remove any of those. Mm. But here's here's the reasoning. It's definitely capped, like for sure. Uh, start the Lightning bench, Adele, because I don't lose any money if gambling goes away. Like, you know how much more money I would have? Very good. He finally got one right. It's logical. He yeah. finally got one right. I did it. Let's see. Necessities. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Toilet paper. Bathing. Toothbrush. Toothpaste. That's a slash right there. Dental care. Dental hygiene. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Well, I'm trying to get you away from your sport taste because those are terrible. Well, so this, this is, is either this is okay. This do is. you need me to say them again? No, I didn't. Necessities. Don't. I know what they Toilet are. Toilet paper, yeah. bathing, toothbrush, or toothpaste. I gotta start bathing, right? I don't know what you gotta do. I gotta start bathing, and then I'm gonna have to bench, but definitely keep on the earth. Dental oh, hygiene. No, no, that's not how this works. That's not how this, <laughs> no, it's, that's, that's not how this works right here, sir. Yeah, dental hygiene. I'm gonna keep around as well. So you're gonna bench? You bench dental hygiene? Is that what it is? I'm gonna keep them around. Absolutely. Okay. The good folks at the dental hygiene dentist. You oh, are wow. what my grandma would call a nasty buzzard. So you you get rid of toilet paper. I don't know what you plan on using. But I have to make a business we decision. Done. We're done. I had more, but we're done. We're done. I'm done with you. I'll tell you in the break Ugh. what I plan on using. Ugh. But it's, please don't. Okay. Ugh. I'm going to tell you. Anyway. Anyway, uh, one break to go. We're going to hit it. We come back. Finish up a Monday. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 6 9 We'll be right back. Couple minutes to go. Action Sports Shacks overtime on a Monday. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz with you as well. We're back at it tomorrow per the huge three to six, six to seven. Jumbo Shrimp Baseball. No Shrimp Baseball. They are off on Mondays again.
per the use. Uh, Brian Milton, Fat Joe. Please. We got Fat Joe? Yesterday's price is not today's price. So just a little background there. You, Brian Milton asked me in the break if that's what we were doing, and I said, yeah. And then as I called for Fat Joe, I heard him out of my other ear go, oh, like he wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. That's number one. Number two, you weren't prepared. And now you got prepared. I was like, okay, I didn't realize that was what we were doing. My bad. You know what I'm saying? My bad. Yeah, yeah. You can't win them all. I just said, yeah. Anyway, uh, all right, NBA or NHL, where are we starting? You tell me. I got, um, I got both ready. Yeah, NHL. NHL. So we got the Capitals and we got the Florida Panthers in Washington. Washington up two games to one. And there are only one, two, three, four, five tickets available total. Lower 117. These are a heck of a seat. I mean, these are just wow. Row Y. I mean, these are nice seats. Buck 79, Brian Milton. $179. Can't do it. $179. Can't do it. I agree with you. Agree with you there. Uh, Rangers, Penguins, your favorite series, but it goes back to Pittsburgh. Upper level 232. Row P, super seller, two or four seats. $86. Nah, bro. Nah, I can't do nah, it. Nah, I can't. Uh, this, this should be up your alley. Okay. Colorado Avalanche, Nashville Predators in Smashville. Um, Nashville needs to win to stay alive, and their fans do not think they're going to do that because Ryan Milton, upper, upper level 302, row K, $22. Yeah, that's, what yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there. That, that's what I'm talking about. Smashville. Smashville, we are Smashville. There you go. I like that. Nashville Predators fan, Brian Middleton. Oh, Florida uh, Panther fan. Ugh. Gross. Uh, anyway, uh, last uh, NHL of the game of the night, Calgary and Dallas in Dallas. Terrace level 319. Row G, two tickets, 57. 57. <laughs> you like 57? Okay. Hold on. You said two tickets. Well, I mean 57 each. Oh. You got to be more clear on that, man. Okay, honest mistake. I jumped the gun. Yeah, you know. It's still doable, but I'm I'm good. It is what it is. Quickly, Brian Milton, Celtics, Milwaukee, upper level 203, $101. Can't do it. And this one's going to get you really up in arms. Upper level 224, Memphis, Golden State tonight, $175. Huh? I'm good, fam. Can't do it. I'm good, fam. Can't do it. I'm good, fam. Can't do it. Anyway, what we can do is say to this final break for the night, we're done. Action Sports Jacks Overtime. Appreciate you listening. Y'all have a great night. We will talk to you once again tomorrow. I want to eat a spicy chicken in my Tesla. Is it too much to ask?